T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So if you listen to Tuesday's show, sorry we wasted your time, everyone. We basically did like three hours. Should it be Tom Brady? Yes or no? And uh, Tom Brady retired today. (laughs) So that ship, I guess, has sailed. Unless this is just, you know, Fugazi retirement number two. How dare he torture Greg Olson like that? What's he doing? I wonder if he works the Super Bowl this year. I wonder if they say, hey, Tom, we got a $36 million a year deal or whatever the hell it is to have you come in here and work games. We want we want you at the Super Bowl. I don't think they'd put him in the booth, but I think they'd probably have him on set. Like show pony. Sort of, yeah, essentially, yeah. Show pony is exactly the right term. I'm sorry, folks, to waste your time. But that's sports. That's what happens. And look, in Tom Brady's retirement, Like, I truly believe, Ray, that maybe the single greatest chance for the 49ers to win the Super Bowl might have left town in that, even though he's not on the team, even though it felt like a pipe dream. But here we are. Welcome back to Trey Lance. This is your shot. And according to all precincts from the 49ers, their dais, they're saying that Brock Purdy might be ready to go week one Next year anyways, but OTAs are obviously going to be... Uh, doors get kicked in on that a little bit. They're they're, they're, think, they're thinking this could be a six-month variety still, which has him in play for next year. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm also painfully aware that what Kyle Shanahan says on February 1st has next to nothing to do with what might happen on August 15th because there are just too many moving parts. I mean, what if... Trey Lance's uh, recovery isn't complete for some reason. Right. Um, All of a sudden, Jimmy Garoppolo, who for the second year in a row, Kyle Shanahan doesn't believe has a place, he may be resuscitated yet again. You know, I'm just, I acknowledge that he spoke today. I hold him to none of it. Well, here is what he said when he was asked specifically about, you know, who below. There's an area which you guys could see Jimmy being back, and if so, what what would that look like? No, I don't see any scenario of that. I mean, that's that's pretty definitive. I don't see any scenario for Jimmy's return, which would leave him with a quarterback room that he says he likes an awful lot still. 
I know we have two starters on our team right now that I believe we can win with. So when you have that situation, you're not that eager to go looking around. Again, you just went through four quarterbacks, and you're telling me two is going to be enough for next year? Good luck with that. I mean, I really mean it. Good luck with that. Including one who has barely started at all. So he still doesn't know what he has in Lance. I mean, he could project practices until he's blue in the face, but you don't know till you see it. And I think what we've discovered is that the 49ers, you know, as planned out as they are, are also A, subject to the whims of chance, and B, tend to react pretty well to that. So, I, like I said, I don't hold anything that Shanahan says today as definitive of anything because there are too many things they don't know yet, including when Purdy will be 100%, if Lance will be 100%, and whether Garoppolo might be needed yet one more time. He was asked, Kyle was, if there is maybe something he would do differently in terms of his play-calling approach with his injured quarterback situation, and he basically said, what do you want me to do? What could I have done? You all saw what happened to my quarterbacks. Here's Kyle Shanahan. When you ask that question, that way I understand, but I think if you looked at the injuries, common sense would answer that question. I mean, how have they gotten hurt? I mean, I'm sorry, Josh got a concussion when he hit the ground. So that's the fourth one you're talking about. I'm sorry, our quarterback got his elbow bent backwards on a normal drop back pass. I'm sorry, on a drop back pass, someone rolled up on Jimmy's ankle. And then we have a dual threat quarterback who got hurt running the ball. So to throw all those four in that category, no, no quarterbacks got hurt when we had to hand it off the whole second half. So we can look into that. Look, I, I, I would say that the Trey Lance sequence of play calling is the only injury where you might have asked a question like, did, did you need to go about playing him that particular way in that particular moment? It seemed a little odd. Everything else is straight up football. And honestly, truly, the Trey Lance injury is also just straight up football. That happens. It sucks. It happens. It feels more avoidable, but it happened. The bent back elbow obviously belongs to Brock Purdy. And here's what Kyle had to say about his recovery timeline as they see it right now through their uh, optimistic lenses. Once three months is over, they start the rehab of just building the arm back slowly. And by six months, it's built back. And that's when I start to ask questions. So does that mean ease them in and stuff like that? Like you would think of ACLs and things like that. And they said, no, the buildup's been from three to six. And at six months, he is the same dude and full go. So that was the most encouraging part that I heard. Hey, same dude, full go, six months from now means, you know, he's in the middle of summer. And that hopefully is enough to get him right back into a driver's seat. And if not... This is, like I said, a shot for Trey Lance. You know, I'm not, I'm not calling it Trey Lance time, but the truth is he now has the leg up on Brock Purdy that had Purdy not been hurt. He might not have even been able to wrestle back from the guy. So this is a shot. This is a shot for Trey Lance to prove that maybe he is indeed, you know, the everything, everywhere, all at once quarterback that he was drafted to be, that he is going to be some sort of futuristic West Coast wishbone option RPO hard to know where it's coming from quarterback and let's see are there odds in him being all that they're not great odds is there a possibility 
Sure. I mean, I guess there's a possibility in anything. They should operate as though none of this will work out and plan accordingly. Because whatever optimistic spin they want to put on this, that's largely for us. But they, I think, have to operate as though, having seen the number of quarterbacks in the NFL who went down this year, you know, they managed to get to the conference final only because they were deeper than any other team. And they should plan on trying to be that deep again. And whether that's Garoppolo or somebody else, um, I think what we saw this year from a bunch of teams is that two quarterbacks are simply not nearly enough. And I would not be surprised if the NFL brings back that third quarterback designation that they used to have and then abandoned and just make it look, this is an extra guy you get on the roster, but he's got to be a quarterback and you can only use him in an emergency where the first two guys go down. Makes a lot of sense. Maybe you can be. Maybe it can be like the NHL, an emergency goalie, just ready to play for either team. Should the yeah, situation pull, arise, pull a guy. You know, grab a beer vendor. <laughs> Look, we did talk a bit about Brady yesterday. That obviously that goes up in smoke with him saying he is going to retire for real this time around. So that doesn't change the goal. And the bullseye, though, that the 49ers are shooting at. And that bullseye, that goal is simply this. Get home field advantage for the NFC t- Championship game. That's the goal. It's not the end of the list of goals, but I think it's where the list of goals needs to begin. Now, how do you go about acquiring that? Well, the biggest offseason now, if we can just, for the sake of argument put down the quarterbacking issue for a moment, which is ridiculous because we haven't been able to do that in seven years now for Kyle. But just for a moment, let's assume everything between Trey Lance and Brock Purdy works out perfectly. Everything's good. We're cool with that. The next most important thing, and maybe even the singular most important thing above and beyond that, if this really is a not dependent on the quarterback offense, The single biggest thing that needs to happen is the greatest offseason imaginable between Christian McCaffrey and Kyle Shanahan. Like, these two guys are probably more responsible for getting this team to the NFC title game next year and having them host it next year than anyone else. They just went, you know, they will have gone through a full offseason together, all the games that they played together, 17 games hopefully together next year. That is an awful lot of their brains unloading on film. Their own strengths and weaknesses. Really getting to know each other as coach and athlete who can execute what you want as a play caller. That is probably where the secret of unlocking the best possible offense from the 49ers truly lies. What does Kyle Shanahan do to deploy Christian McCaffrey in the single most maniacal damaging way on the rest of the NFL and then what does that do to unlock Kittle and Debo and the rest of the guys I think the McCaffrey piece is already in place I mean I don't know that you could look at a game where he didn't seem to know what he was doing or make an impact oh I think yeah I'm not criticizing retroactively I don't think 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 they have to do anything different or anything more other than your normal, well, here are the here here are the changes in the playbook that always happen from year to year. Sure, here's your playbook, and he'll have that on. But February it's an, it's an off season. 
Yeah. And the goal of everyone's offseason is to improve. Jerry Rice, when he was at his nobody's ever been better than me, would go into that offseason looking to be even better than he was last year. And that's what I'm talking about. The improvement, just the simpatico, which really was there from day one. I mean, if that's where this starts, I mean, that's what I look at that. This is where the conversation between these two has started. And you got to love that first chapter. What's chapter two look like? I just don't know that you can use him more than you did last year. I mean, I think the idea has always been to try to figure out a more balanced offense. than Effectively. The I don't mean more. I don't mean, you know, like, yeah. how do you get him up to 45 touches? That's yeah. not no, I, Okay, but what I'm saying is I think he's going to know whatever is required of him to know. I think he's going to show up in tip-top shape because he always has. And I think he's a guy that you can take for granted in everything but health. And health is not something you can plan on. So I think that's less of a concern than anything else. I think, I still think that you've got to go to the offensive line and you've got to make improvements there because the difference between their offensive line and Philadelphia's offensive line over the entire season was considerable. And if you want to be that team that wins 14 games and gets the play at home, you know, all the way through January, then the one place that you look at, you guys go, we don't have enough great players there and make the improvements there. That's, to me, where the most offensive improvement needs to be. The one great player that is there that we would all acknowledge, you you really don't need to correct anything going on with Trent Williams. When the NFC title game ended, he was talking about a man who had Seen an awful lot of football the last couple of years and maybe had even seen enough. Here's Trent Williams from the day of the NFC title game, or uh, this is from yesterday, pardon me. I mean, it's a long season, you know, and having two long seasons back to back, you know, it does get uh, it does get pretty grueling for a 34 year old guy like myself. You know, I'll be 35 when the season start. You know, you do kind of think about what's life look like after football. You know, because I've I've done this every year of my life since the second grade. You know, so you know, you do get to that age where you know, especially after ending a year like this and it being as exhausting as it was, and still not getting quite where you want to be. You know. I get it, you know, you get to that age, but honestly, I'm just taking it one day at a time, man. We'll see how that goes going forward. He's thinking. He's thinking about it. The weight of the frustration that this season ended under, I think, is also weighing on everyone right now. Here's Kyle Shanahan when he was asked today if he thinks, you know, there is a, a retirement really on the horizon for Trent Williams. I mean, if everyone had to do a press conference and talk for a while after these games, I'm sure we'd say a lot of things that didn't tell you guys exactly everything that's going to happen for the next eight months. But I didn't read his words as that's a big thing for him. I know Trent loves football. I know it's very hard at his age, but in any situation to, to do what you do for that long and come up short. But I'd be real surprised if Trent wasn't fired up in a few weeks. So there you go. And he might be right about that because Trent Williams is just one of those, I mean, he's got football life written all over him. The man was born to play this sport. How much longer? How much more does he got in him? Hopefully one more year for the San Francisco 49ers. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.